Welcome. If you're just joining us, we are the Big Truths for Little Hearts podcast. My name is Susanna. And I'm Mary Frances. We're sisters turned stay-at-home mamas living in two totally different places. I'm in middle Georgia. And I'm in rural Vermont. We may be far apart, but we love music and storytelling. That's part of how we stay connected. And that's why we're here, to share that passion with you guys. We grew up as pastor's kids in a church community full of rich biblical teaching. And that included the songs we sang, also known as hymns. If you've never joined us before, welcome. And if you're coming back for more, yay! We love when our new friends come back. Thanks for joining us. We are so very glad that you've joined us today. Hey guys, it is so good to be with you today. I'm actually really excited because the song we're covering today is one of my favorites. I remember I was always excited to sing this one at home, at church, at school, anywhere. But first, how has your month been? Can you believe we're moving into a new month soon? Get it? Moving? Oh boy, I don't know why I did that. Okay, okay, okay. Let's try this again, shall we? (laughs) We're continuing our series through the hymns, beautiful songs written so long ago sharing timeless truths, and we're still working in ABC order. Have you enjoyed our stories so far? Me too! What did you guys think of our What is Love challenge? Did you like what our little friends had to say? Do you have any ideas for a new challenge? Let us know at BigTruthsForLittleHearts.net We are always looking for new ideas and we love hearing from you guys! Okay, I want you to do an exercise with me. Think of the best day you've ever had. Maybe it was your birthday, or maybe you won the state championship at your school. It can be whatever day you want. Can you picture it? Was there food involved? What kind of activities did you play? Who was there? Get all of those details straight in your mind and then tell me what you see. How did you feel? I know, I have had days like when one of my kiddos was born or when I married their dad when all I wanted to do was sing because I felt so happy. Well, today's song was written by a man who felt the same way. Before we jump in though, like always, we're going to play our weekly song snippet so you can take a guess. Are you ready? Here we go. This melody is absolutely beautiful. Could you tell what it is? 
What's that? Did I hear you say holy, holy, holy? Wow, great job. Today's song was written in the 1800s. That's over hundreds of years ago. Can you believe that? You may be thinking, Susanna, they're all old. And you're right. I wonder why so many worshipful songs were written such a long time ago. What do you think? To me, it's a beautiful reminder that God is always working in the hearts of people. The primary way he does that is through his word. God's word says, for as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. That's from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 and 11. Did you know that the same word that inspired so many men and women to write the songs we've learned about is here with us now? That's right. God can use his word to do big things in your life and through your life. Isn't that awesome? That is so awesome. Holy, Holy, Holy was written by a man named Reginald Heber. He was born April 21, 1783, to a minister and his wife in an English village. No way, do you mean he was a pastor's kid too? Cool! He had a pleasant childhood with parents who loved him. He always loved to write, poetry specifically. Do you know what that is? Well, poetry is language that is written following specific patterns, rhythms, structures, and or rhymes to express ideas and emotions. It is usually used to express deep, dramatic, exaggerated, and intense feelings, emotions, or ideas. Basically speaking, poetry is a way to express yourself on paper. And that's what Reginald Heber liked to do. In fact, when he was only 20 years old, he won a prestigious award for his poetry. Heber attended Oxford in the United Kingdom, where he became friends with a poet who eventually became famous for his works, Sir Walter Scott. I think Heber himself could have been a famous poet, too, but when he graduated, he followed in his father's footsteps and decided to shepherd his family's parish for 16 years. While there, he actually tried to elevate the hymnody, which is just a big word for the practice of writing hymns, of the Church of England. However, the Bishop of London wouldn't allow it, and he was very disappointed. He kept on faithfully serving in Hodnet, which is where his family's parish was located, and writing. In fact, he wrote 57 hymns while he was there. He even wrote a hymn that became famous for encouraging people to take the message of God's word to the ends of the earth. It's called From Greenland's Icy Mountains, and it prompts people to venture to far-off places like Greenland and India with the hope of spreading the good news of the gospel. Speaking of India, Reginald Heber had long felt the call to go there. He wanted to be with the people and share God's word with them. In 1822, at the young age of 40, his prayer came true. He would tour the country and oversee the ministries of England. 
Unfortunately, it was there that he passed away. But after his death, his wife found an old trunk of hymns and had them published. She found this one, which is about the Trinity. Do you know what that is? The Trinity is the amazing union of God as three in one. Do you understand that? It's a hard concept. In fact, I don't really understand all of what that means either. Here's a helpful definition. God the Father, the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are distinct persons, but they're equally God. Each person in the Trinity shines forth the glory of the others. The Father glorified the Son when at Jesus' transfiguration, which you can read about in Matthew 17, he told us to listen to his Son. The Son shined forth the glory of the Father by going all the way to the cross out of love for his Father and for us. The Spirit shines forth the glory of the Son as he reminds us of all that Jesus taught and makes us shine like Jesus too. Each person in the Trinity loves the others in an eternal love relationship. The three persons act in different ways but are equal in holiness. Do you know what the word holiness means? One of my favorite books called Theology puts it this way. God is all-powerful and perfect in every way. When the angels worship Him, they cry, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Isaiah 6, 3 Sin, on the other hand, is full of darkness and evil. God's pure holiness, like a giant solar flare, consumes sin and throws it far away from Him. That is why sinful people cannot be near God until they have their sins washed away. This song celebrates that very aspect of the Trinity. Because God is three in one, He alone is holy. There is no one like Him and there never will be. It is said that when Reginald Heber read John's words in Revelation 4, 8 through 11, that he could do nothing else but sing, which is why he wrote the words of holy, holy, holy. The emotion was too great to do anything else. Here are the words of those verses. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night, they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. That's from Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. These words point to the truth that God was, is, and always will be worshipped. Do you know why? That's because He is holy. There was a prophet in the Bible named Isaiah who knew this too. He wrote all about it in his book. Do you know what it's called? That's right, it's called Isaiah. In chapter six, he tells of a vision he saw of the Lord seated on his throne. The whole temple was filled with God's glory and Isaiah fell down 
and worshiped because he was in God's presence and recognized how unworthy he was. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. Isaiah knew that he was hopeless apart from being made clean. He also knew that sin could only be covered by Jesus, who would soon come. And he wanted to go wherever and do whatever God called him to do, because he recognized that he alone was holy. Well, what did you guys think? Have you ever heard today's song? Isn't it interesting that Reginald Heber never saw how God would use his words, but he was a gifted writer and pastor, and he used those gifts well to serve God and his people. What are you passionate about? What do you like to do? What is one way God could use you this week? It may be that you're a super helper and you encourage your parents with a positive attitude. You might be someone who likes to say kind things, who brings joy to others. Or you may be really good at math or science. Or you might like to write stories. Maybe you're like one of my girls and you like to cook. Or play basketball. Or swim. Or you fill in the blank. Whatever it is, give your special gift to God and ask Him to use you. God's Word says that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength and to do everything for the glory of God. The Lord promises that He will use our gifts for His good, for our good. (laughs) I'll say that again. The Lord promises that He will use our gifts for our good and for His glory. If you want to know more about who God is or how to know Him, you can go to our website. There you'll also find lyrics to today's song plus coloring sheets to share so that you can sing along with your family. We've also included a devotion for you and your family to read together. It's all there at BigTruthsForLittleHearts.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the show for weekly episodes. You'll hear a new one every Wednesday. Make sure an adult helps you with the website stuff. 
And now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Are you ready to sing it out with us? If you have your music ready, we'd love for you to sing along. We'll be singing at home and we hope you will too. Have a wonderful week, guys.
We hope you guys enjoyed singing along with us to the beautiful melody accompanying the lyrics to Holy, Holy, Holy. It's called Nicaea, and it was penned by John B. Dykes in the 1860s. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to singing with you guys next week, where we'll be covering several special episodes for Holy Week. Have a great week. Bye.